I could tell any NBA player how to get to that level because it's what I know. And a lot yeah. of times these guys on TNT, they get mad at me. Oh, you hating? No, I'm not hating. I've done everything that you're getting ready to do. I've done everything on that level. So I'm just giving you a blueprint on how to get to that level. So it's a little bit of both who you know and what you know. Welcome back to the show. I'm Travis Chappell, and I believe that if you can connect with the best, you can become the best. So after creating 800 podcast episodes about building your network, I've come to realize that networking is really just making friends, if you're doing it the right way anyway. Join me as I make friends with world-class athletes like Shaquille O'Neal, entertainers like Rob Deerdeck, authors like Dr. Nicole LaPera, former presidents like Vicente Fox, or even the occasional FBI hostage negotiator, billionaire real estate mogul, or polarizing political figure. So if you want to make more friends that help you become a better version of yourself, then subscribe to the show and keep on listening because this is Travis Makes Friends. What's going on, everybody? Today, I'm making friends with the legend himself, Dr. Shaquille O'Neal. This is a full circle moment for me, guys, because when I started my podcast back in 2017, the first iteration of my show, one of the first names, if not the first name that I wrote down on my dream guest list was Shaquille O'Neal, because when I was growing up, I was a big basketball fan, a big Lakers fan, and really a Shaq fan. So I had, you know, my friend had the Kobe jersey, and I had the Shaq jersey, and uh, we'd always, you know, we'd lower the basketball hoop in the driveway down to seven feet, pretend like we're Shaq and Kobe, and I was always Shaq, he was always Kobe, I had Shaq Bob heads and jerseys and pictures and murals painted and all these different things going on. And then what was interesting was I was such a basketball fan growing up, but then becoming a business person in my early adult life was I was making the transition into business when Shaq was making the transition out of basketball and into retirement. And for him, retirement has been even busier, it seems, than when he was playing basketball. He's got uh, hundreds of franchises that he owns. He makes tens of millions of dollars a year on endorsements, on being a host on NBA and TNT with Charles Barkley and and that whole crew. And so there's, there's an, an infinite number of things that we could have talked about. And I, I'm sad we only had about 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes to talk, but I was just happy to have any conversation with the guy because I've looked up to him in so many different regards over my lifetime and then watching him master so many different areas of life. Even just the fact that he went back to school to get an earned doctorate after he'd never had to work again is something that I deeply respect. He's a sworn sheriff in Florida forget the county or jurisdiction or whatever, but he is actually like a sworn member of the sheriff's department there. But yeah, just super interesting guy. Seems like a really good dad. Seems to have great relationships with the kids. So we talked about the one message that he would put out to the entire world if he had the opportunity to have a video go viral enough that everybody in the world would see it. What would be the message that he would put there? We talked about that. We talked about how to raise kids in this environment today. And we actually covered quite a bit of ground in just this short 15, 20 minutes that we had with him. So I hope that you enjoy listening to this interview as much as I enjoyed recording it and listen don't judge me if I appear nervous and shaky. It's because I really was nervous and shaky, uh, which is rare for me at this point because I've interviewed almost every other dream person on my list. But Shaq was just such a big one that I couldn't help myself. So uh, this has been a really, really fun conversation for me. I hope you enjoyed as well. Without any further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Shaquille O'Neal. Well, first off, man, well, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking a couple quick minutes here. I want to say thank you for paying the money for the charity. It's going towards cancer research. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, anything helps. Uh, you know, the Apollo uh, Foundation have been doing this for years. We actually started in the game together. So they've been doing a, a lot of great things for their family. So I, I want to thank you on behalf of the Pump Brothers. Appreciate you very much. Yes, sir. 100%. A friend of mine from third grade, we went to all of elementary school, junior high, high school together. She was 28 years old and she just passed from cancer about two weeks ago. So it's very much been in the forefront of my mind for sure. 
and I appreciate all the work that you guys are doing with that. So thank you so much for being willing to take some of your time to to make sure that those things are being addressed. I know we got a couple minutes here, man. So I want to take a second just to say thanks, but also ask a couple of quick questions. First of all, there's just a question that I that I've asked a lot of people that have come on my show. So I'm curious to hear what you would say to it. If with all the division and polarity and stuff that's in the world right now, if you could have one video that you knew would go so viral that everybody in the world would see it, what would be the message that you would put on that video? You know, a lot of times when I go viral, I don't plan to go viral. And when I plan to go viral, I never go viral. But to answer your question, I would give people the definition of respect and then try to tell a story behind it. I realize that everybody's different. So you may say your panels behind you are black. And I might say, because I see it being different, that they're dark, dark gray. We don't have to argue and fight over it. Just have to respect each other's opinion. So I'm able to stop time and be different sides. So like you got a lot of people, vaccine, should I take it or not? I understand people's thoughts. Cancer has been around for years. You don't come up with a vaccine for that. HIV has been around. You don't come up with a vaccine for that. All of a sudden, next thing comes. Now you have a vaccine. Now you want to make us take it. I understand the people that don't want to take it. I understand the people that do want to take it. The problem right now is that everybody has a voice. Everybody has a say-so. And everybody thinks they're right. And you might be right. But if I'm right and you think you're right, I'm not going to try to change your opinion of what you think is right. So to answer your question, I would do a video about disrespecting each other and respecting you know, respecting people's thoughts and respecting people's mindset. I'm never going to make you do anything that you don't want to do. I'm never going to try to convince you to do something that you don't do. It's not my place in life. My place in life is to respect you as I expect you to respect me. And I think if we go back to that, a lot of these problems we have will start to diminish. Like people jump on me all the time, oh, you just like the cops, you just like the cops. No, I show everybody respect. When I get pulled over, I already know what they're going to do. Got my hands on the wheels. Here's my license. Here's my registration. Start get out the car. Okay, no problem. Because I ain't got nothing in my car that's going to have me go to jail. When we get out the car for your safety, cool. Put my hands on my back, cool. So, you know, I'm not being so. Again, I think respect would be the only thing that I would talk about. It seems like you garnered a really deep level of respect because of how your parents raised you and specifically your relationship with your dad. It seemed like that was a high value of his as well. I'm a relatively new dad myself. I got a two and a half year old and a 10 month old at home. And so I ask people all the time what their best parenting advice would be. So with the context of it seeming like the relationship you had with your parents being good and the relationship that you have with your kids also being really good, what's some parenting advice that you could give? You have boys or girls? One of each. Okay. Hard on the boys, soft on the girls, right? And you have a little boy and he does something, you can go, stop it. He's a boy, young man, he can take it. If you do that to a girl... You have to pull out a lot of cookies and a lot of hugging and a lot. So I had to learn that because I'm, I'm one way. Stop. And the girls would be devastated, right? I, mm-hmm. I remember one time I grabbed my hand, took my baby's hand, and spanked my hand. So don't do like if there's a spanker, but I really I was like, don't do that at all. My daughter cried for about three minutes. So I, was, I didn't mean to. You definitely treat the boys different from the different girls. And you have to. Society is changing. These kids are changing. These kids are growing up rebels. They're hard. You just have to you have to be the friend slash parent. When I was growing up, my parents were not friends. They were we the parents. So now 
nothing like, you know, do both. And it's just always show them that you love them, show them that you care, and, you know, teach them what your parents taught you. Yeah, instilling strong values and morals, it seems like a really big part of that process as well. I've interviewed probably about four or 500 people on the show at this point. And one question that I've always asked everybody, because it's a show about how to build better relationships in life and how to get around people that, that fire you up and feed you instead of people that drain you. I'd love to, love to hear your answer to this question as well. Do you believe that who you know or what you know is more important in life in general and why? Depends on what aspect you're talking about. In business, it's about who you know, right? For example, I'm sitting at a table one day and it's just, just gentlemen, they're talking. They're papers, lawyers, and one of the gentlemen has a kid, two kids, and they recognize me. I'm playing with them. They leave their table, come sit with me. We're eating, playing kitty games, boom, boom, boom. At the end of the night, the gentleman comes up to me and says, brother, I met a lot of superstars. Nobody has treated my kids like you treat my kids. Thank you very much. I'm a fan. Blah, blah, blah. I want to tell you about what we were talking about over there. I was like, okay. said, and this was like in 90-something. He's like, we're going to be doing something called Google. We'd like to give you the opportunity to invest. And I didn't know what he was talking about. But, I, you know, this, that, search engine in the future, type, boom, 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 boom. I said, you know, I don't really understand, but uh, you call my guy. Sure, he'll understand. So he called my guy, and I invested in Google. I forgot about it. And then 10, 15 years later, there was an article that came out of one of the Google's first investors. But when it comes to business, it's, it's who you know. When it comes to experience and things that you're good at doing, it's what you know. Like me, I can, I can tell any NBA player how to get to that level because it's what I know. A lot yeah. of times these guys on TNT, they get mad at me. Oh, you're hating. No, I'm not hating. I've done everything that you're getting ready to do. I've done everything on that level. So I'm just giving you the blueprint of how to get to that level. So it's a little bit of both who you know and what you know. Love the answer, man. I know you got to get going. I don't want to take up too much of your time. So I'll just say thank you. I got to tell you, I, I texted Matt Barnes. He's a, a business partner of mine in my software company's investor. I'm going to give you I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you two more questions because you got two beautiful papers. So go ahead. Okay. Thank you so much. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine 
is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. So this question would be more about life in general. My wife, Jackie, and I, who's, she's sitting right over here. She wanted to sit in on this. He said, hi. Let me see her. Hi, Jackie. <laughs> hi. Travis, you got two babies with a 19-year-old and should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I got away with it, man. <laughs> Great to meet you. All right. So we're starting a new podcast called Figuring It Out, and it's basically kind of our journey from growing up in a super strict kind of religious bubble to kind of creating values and, and morals that we want to build our family on. And we're calling it Figuring It Out because obviously we haven't figured it out, and but we just want to kind of bring people along the journey and help people understand that it's always, it's a constant journey. It, it's something that, that happens throughout life, and you're not ever, probably ever going to figure it out, but the whole journey kind of comes together in that. So my question for you on that is what are some things that you've done or that you'd recommend people doing for them to be able to figure out a strong set of values for them to live their lives by? Almost like rules for life for you and your family that you would abide by, things that you want your kids to value, things that you want to be known for. So when it comes to man versus woman, man has three jobs, PPL, protect, provide, and love. When it comes to marriage, you all have to realize that certain things will happen, right? You're going to have a disagreement or argument. You can't let that pester on, right? Sometimes as a man, you just have to say, okay. And sometimes as a woman, you just have to say, okay. So you have to have rules. Like me and my wife had a rule. If we argue on Thursday, just leave it on Thursday. And then you have to realize that sometimes you will agree to disagree. Like she thinks, don't teach them how to catch baseball today. And you're like, no, I want them to learn to play baseball. And you just argue, argue. And then, you know, argue leads to fighting, and fighting leads to, you know, y'all don't need that. Family is something that we need to keep together. The divorce rate is way too high. I think it's up in the 80s. And you don't want that. You don't want to have to come visit your wife and your baby because of little stupid constant argument. So develop rules. Another one of my rules is if we couldn't figure it out, we'd have to have a love session. We just, you know what I mean? We just, all right, you, you said, you said, I said, you said, now let's just have a date night. And let's just start all over. Your rules of how you raise your family are your rules. You know, you know whatever that is. But as a man, when it comes to family and women, PPL, protect, provide, and love. Most men can give you two out of three. But you look like a man that can give three out of three. You're doing a podcast with your wife. She's very gorgeous. I can tell you love her. You got two babies. So just remember those things. Protect, provide, and love. And just say, okay. Just, you know, just say, okay, sometimes. Because women are... Women are special beings. They're emotional. They're sensitive. 97% of the time, they are right. So before you snap back at her, just stop, turn, and be like, you know what? She's right. Maybe I was a little too hard on Junior. I'll, I'll soften up. You're right, honey. Love you. And then let it go. 
Well, it's been awesome, man. I, I appreciate you taking a little bit of extra time with the, with me and the audience today. So uh, thanks so much for, for taking the time. If there's anything else that, that we can do for you or continue to help support this particular charity, then we will definitely be doing that. So thank you very much for the time. Well, you just take care of y'all watching those two gorgeous babies. And go to sleep at night. I know you don't want no more babies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Will do. I will do 100%. Thanks so much. All right, brother. Talk to you. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for spending some time with me and my friends. If you want to be better friends with me, then head over to travischapel.com slash team to subscribe to my free newsletter, Your Friend Travis, where I share what's on my mind about life, building a business, raising kids, being married, and anything else I would normally share with my close circle of friends. That's travischapel.com slash team. And my biggest ask of you since I'm sharing my friends with you is to share this episode with a friend of yours that hasn't listened to the show yet and leave us a quick five-star rating in Apple Podcasts and in Spotify. It would mean the world to us as it helps us make sure that this show continues to be more valuable to you. Thanks in advance, and I'll catch you on the next episode.